everyone. Welcome to the Daily Word. I'm really glad that you've joined me. And for our Daily Word today, we're in Isaiah 65. I want to share verse 17 with you, and then let's, let's talk just for a few minutes today about judgment and the final restoration. If you would, hear the word of the Lord. Look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. So this, uh, this friends, uh, this chapter of, of Isaiah really spans the great breadth of, uh, of salvation history. We, we see uh, God's judgment upon His people, upon Israel as a whole. His judgment because of their just unrelenting, uh, their unrelenting sin and, and rebellion. And, and this really points to the whole of humankind and our rebellion against God since the time of the fall. But also, this judgment upon Israel really points to God's final judgment. What we're told in the scriptures is that there is a day coming. It is the day of the Lord. It is the day when Christ will return and He will judge. He will judge. And what we understand uh, about that day is that on that day, there will be judgment, but there will also be restoration. And that's, that's the other parallel that we see here is that there is, there is a restoration to come for Israel. God talks about choosing a reverend, uh, preserving a remnant and that he won't destroy all of Israel and that the plain of Sharon will again be filled with flocks. And so there, there is a coming restoration, but this this restoration gives way, we see, to the restoration that will come at the return of Jesus, that day that he calls the, the renewal of all things. And so there is a judgment, yes, that which is opposed to God, that which is evil, that which does harm will be no more. Death itself will be defeated, and then will come the renewal of all things. The Lord tells us on that day that heaven and earth will pass away, that they will give way to a new heaven and a new earth where God will dwell with His people. Now, I'd like to draw in a couple of passages from the New Testament that I think help us with this. One is from 2 Peter chapter 3, and I want to share with you verses 11 through the, the first part of 16. We read here, since everything around us is going to be destroyed like this, what holy and godly lives you should live, looking forward to the day of God and hurrying it along. On that day, he will set the heavens on fire and the elements will melt away in flames. But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth he has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. And so, dear friends, while you're waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in His sight. And remember, our Lord's patience gives people time to be saved. This is what our beloved brother Paul also wrote to you with the wisdom God gave him, speaking of these things in all his letters. Now, um, Peter here is addressing folks who I'm sure some have become discouraged. Some are making accusations against the church, saying, 
Where is this promised return of Jesus? Why hasn't this happened? And Peter, the apostle, he explains here that, that number one, um, it will be in God's perfect time. And we don't understand God's time. We don't have his perspective. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts above our thoughts. As a matter of fact, it says here that, that a day is like a thousand years and a thousand years like a day. We, we don't have God's perspective. Uh, uh, God, God stands outside of time and history and he has the perfect time when this will, will come to pass. We see that there is the coming of a new heaven and a new earth. And, and then I, I want to also draw upon 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Uh, friends, to, to draw out this truth of restoration that really has already begun. We know that, that there will be a day of the coming of the kingdom of God, the full restoration of God's creation, but we also see that the Lord has started that work of new creation in us. We read here in 1 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning in verse 15, he died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. Do you see the parallels here between what God will do for all of creation and what He is doing in us right now as believers? The old has gone. The new has come. We are a new creation. And he says, and all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to Himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. So we see here that uh, a part of what it means that we are a new creation is, first of all, that we no longer are our own. We belong to Jesus. We are living for Him, no longer for ourselves. We see also that, that we have a kingdom mindset. We have a kingdom perspective now as God is doing this work of new creation in us. We don't see as the world sees. We don't see especially people as we used to see them from a human point of view, from a fleshly, worldly point of view, we more and more, as we are a part of the kingdom of God, a part of the new creation, we are more and more seeing people as Jesus sees people. We have also, we see here, a calling. We are ambassadors of Christ. We are inviting people as representatives of the kingdom of God inviting people to enter in, to enter into the with God life, to be reconciled to God through the grace of Jesus Christ. And friends, therefore, let us, let us take hold of this new life, this new creation in us that is through Christ Jesus, letting go of the old and taking hold of the new. 
let us pray all the more thy kingdom come and may it be in us in me and you that the kingdom of God is known more and more in this world and may it be so in Jesus name amen amen and friends until we have a chance to speak again I pray that God would bless you and that he would keep you